Hello there. Presented by the Atlas Strength Shop. This is the Atlas Nerds in Iron podcast. With your hosts, Cameron Ray and Tyler Hales. Welcome to the Atlas Nerds and Iron Podcast. I am your host, Cameron Ray. This is the co-host, Tyler Hales. Hey, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, this episode, we are going to do a Q&A. I've got a bunch of questions on my iPad sitting right down here. So, in a few seconds, we're going to pull that up and we're going to get started. But first, we like to do a shout-out to our main sponsor, and that is going to be Unmasked Studios. You can find him on IG at Unmasked Studio. He does boutique cosplays. Uh, everything is very high quality. We really need to try to reach out to him and get him on the podcast. We got some extra chairs, a couple extra mics, because I'd really like him to be able to tell y'all in more, uh, in more depth about what he does. But yeah, go check out his, go check out his Instagram unmasked studio. You're going to be amazed at the work this guy does. Shoot him a message, get you a cosplay done. I know cons have kind of wound down a little bit, but it's never too late to start thinking about next Halloween. It's never too late to start thinking about the cons that are going to start popping up in 2022. I think Dragon Con is actually a go this year. Uh, that's one that a lot of people go to out in Florida. No Wizard World here in uh, in New Orleans. That's shot this year. But it's never too late to start thinking about 2022. So go check out Unmasked Studio and see what you think. Also, I'd like to tell you about another way to support the podcast. I know a lot of y'all actually went and did this after the first episode, so we figured we'd talk a little bit more about it, and that's Strikeforce Energy. Strikeforce Energy is a veteran-owned supplement company. It's an energy supplement. See if I can do this without making the audio all weird, moving the mic around. All right, so if you're watching this on YouTube, if not, you can check some of the posts out on Instagram. You'll see what we're talking about. But Strike Force Energy, generally they come in these little 10-ounce packets. Each one has 160 milligrams of caffeine in it, which is a little bit less than a cup of coffee. You got lemon, you got grape, you've got the original one kind of tastes like Red Bull, and then you've got orange. My personal favorite is the grape. You pop this in a water bottle and you're good to go. Or you can pop a couple of them in a water bottle and then you got more energy and then, uh, then if you get like a bang energy or a rain or something like that. Me, what I do is I actually have one of these pump bottles right here. Again, if you're listening on audio, I'm sorry. Go check out YouTube. You'll see what I'm talking about. Go check out the Instagram. You'll see what I'm talking about. But it is a 750 milliliter pump bottle. When I wake up, and this is going to let you all know what a caffeine junkie I actually am. I've put, it's really bad. Uh, I'm probably at like a gram and a half already today. Anyway, yeah, um, don't be like me. Anyway, while I am making my coffee, I pop a couple of pumps of this strike force energy into some water. I'll cut it with a little bit of kombucha for, uh, for gut health reasons. I don't know if the caffeine kills all that, but it makes it taste better. Uh, and I'm sipping on caffeine while I make my caffeine. It's real quick, real easy. Uh, and yeah, so you ready to get started with some questions? Sure. Sure. Let's roll them out. All right. So we're trying out some new audio right now. Hercules is barking in the background, just like the last episode. We've got the mics a little bit closer. We got the gain turned down on our audio interface. So I'm not sure if y'all are going to be able to hear him. Hopefully, if you do, he is not quite as noticeable. He's got a, uh, we had him a cow hoof that I bought at PetSmart. I ate it. Yeah, Tyler ate it. So <laughs> unfortunately, um, yeah, that was our plan to distract him. I have to give him more cow hooves because he loves that thing. All right, so I'm going to grab my iPad and we'll get started with some questions. First of all, while I'm getting all this pulled up, how have you been today, Tyler? Good, good. What you been up to? Uh, you know, introduced the kids to uh, Lord of the Rings last night. That's right. You did say that. Uh, they, they enjoyed it. They just fell asleep. You just got to throw the whole damn kid away. I know. Did y'all watch all three? No. Hell no. Which ones you watch? Uh, Fellowship? Fellowship. Okay. Just getting us started. You know, those were the first, like, actual big chapter books that – I really read and enjoyed. Yeah. Like I remember, uh, so me and my dad, we'd go to the arcade back when arcades were still a thing. Yes. And I remember, I think it was the seventh or the eighth grade, uh, here in Louisiana, we had something called the accelerated reading program. There you are. 
Um, And it was worth a lot of points. So I got the Hobbit. And I distinctly remember it was the first time my dad ever said, hey, you ready to go? And I said the words, hold on, let me finish this chapter. Yep. And by the time, it's like right after I got, I think I started The Hobbit when the trailer for Fellowship dropped in theaters. And my dad was like, oh my God, you have no idea what this is. So I got The Hobbit and I finished The Hobbit and Fellowship by the time Fellowship of the Rings came out. And then I finished Two Towers and Return of the King by the time Two Towers came out. Um, then after all that, I wound up reading the Cimmerillion and now I'll go down the, the rabbit hole on YouTube, just, you know, watching lore and I do crap know like my that. son lit up when he saw Christopher Lee. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Christopher Lee's a badass. Right. I mean that, that period of time he was Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. Count Dooku. He was, uh, Willow Wonka's dad and, mm-hmm. and Charlie. And, 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 was he? Yeah. I did not know he that. Was the dentist. Yeah. I did not yeah, know that. Sure I know, um. I've seen you've seen that meme going around where it was like if you could create a team based on the characters and actor who played who would win they're all and everybody's always like um crap what is his name um guy from taken Liam Neeson. yeah i'm brain yeah i was brain farting on his name yeah. liam neeson's got nothing on christopher lee uh i think was it during lord of the rings it was either during lord of the rings or it was during uh episode two when the director told Christopher Lee during a scene, imagine the sound of somebody being sound, stabbed in the back. And Christopher Lee said, I don't have to imagine. <laughs> like he was an actual full-on spy during World War II. Yeah. Like a legitimate badass. And, and a lot of people don't know this. He actually has a Christmas metal album. I do know that. Yes. It, it, yes. It, do yourself a favor. If you have never heard this, it, it's horrible, but it is awesome at the same time because it's Christopher Lee. Look up Christopher Lee Christmas metal. It's like him. It, it's kind of got like a heavy. I wouldn't really call it heavy, but it's definitely a heavy music for somebody like Christopher Lee in the background while he like monotonally sings about being Charlemagne and stuff like that. It's very weird, but you definitely owe yourself a watch. Maybe that should be another episode where we talk about, you know, people that are well-known in other parts of pop culture that have music. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good idea. Um, Let's pause this conversation before we start with the, uh, before we start with the actual Q and a, because I'm noticing on our screen our camera somehow got really off center. So I'm gonna go fix that real quick. Is it because I'm fat? Uh, maybe, uh, cause it is, it is leaning towards you. So <laughs> gravity may play a part. It may, yeah. I forgot I had a beer. Yeah, Tyler brought us this beer from Tin Roof. Uh, it's their blonde, oh, blonde ales. Tin Roof is a uh, it's a company right here in Baton Rouge. Breweries like what, like twenty minutes from here, probably. Yeah, yeah. There are any local breweries, Louisiana listening? We could always use more sponsors, even if it's just product. I'm particularly partial to Flying Tiger, but that's just me. I really love the artwork on their stuff. I would love to actually have an Atlas uh branded beer that would done be by wonderful. them just because yeah. of the artwork and i i love their uh which one did i try it wasn't um the one we had on last week yeah what was that called flying tiger that was uh no that's the name of the brewery that's the name of the brewery but it was a uh i think it was brothers in arms brothers in arms yeah. they have juicy which is an ipa i, I do like, not like ipas i, I love ipas I so. can't do it feels yeah. like i'm licking a pine tree <laughs> tastes like i'm licking a pine tree uh, Something else feels like I'm licking a pine tree. Anyway, you ready to get these questions started? Yeah, let's go. All right. What are you doing? Hmm? Trying to not move this microphone, just kind of doing a Matrix thing right here. I watched The Matrix the other day. Yeah. That movie is really held up. Given the uh given the special effects are what 20 years old now? Something like that. It's older than 20 years old. It still looks awesome. Wasn't it 98? I think it was 99. So 21 years old. 
yeah, it's it's a little little more than twenty years old. Yeah, Blade came around. I remember that was one of the first rated R movies my dad let me watch, and I couldn't do it the first time around because the scene with the little robot crawfish at the very beginning, yeah, freaked me out. I couldn't do it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm 31, so just do the math and figure out how old I was when I, I tried to watch that scene. But yeah, the first time around that freaked me out. I could do it the second time around. Yeah, but the scene where he uh, he's dodging those bullets on the rooftop, oh, yeah. that still looks good to this day. I mean, that's an iconic scene. Yeah. Now, on the flip side of that, Matrix Reloaded, where he's fighting all the Smiths, that looks like shit today. Yeah. It's a, it's a really awesome fight scene as far as choreography goes, if you don't really care about the, uh, about the special effects. But yeah, the CGI does not hold up to today's standard. You know, sometimes poor CGI makes a movie good, but like, uh, like the Mummy Returns with the with the Rock. Oh my God, it was horrible. Dwayne Johnson having a stroke. People had the nerve to complain <laughs> about Luke's de aging and the Mandalorian, like that movie didn't exist. Come on, man! If anything, Lucasfilm's done right so far. It's been the CGI with the faces and the other characters. They've done it with Carrie Fisher. Now they've done it with uh, Mark Hamill, and they did it with uh, Peter Cushing with uh, mm-hmm. in Rogue One. Yeah, and that looked really, that really, looked good. really, really good. Like, you could have sworn that dude was still alive. Yeah. yeah. He's not, by the way. No. All right, well, let's get this started. All right. Very first question comes from a gentleman named Sion Power. He is a powerlifter with the LSU powerlifting team here in Baton Rouge. His question is, what is your background in strength sports? I think we talked about this a little bit in the last podcast. We'll talk about it again today. Tyler, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll tell you where I kind of got started and, you know, how long I put it on the shelf and then how I got back into it. So, you know, my first my first discovery of a barbell was probably junior high football and then on into high school football. And we did a lot of lifting that involved explosive movements and things like that. So uh, we did whatever translated well to the football field. And I lifted a little bit after high school and I just kind of put it on the shelf, went through my twenties, life caught me. I let life catch up to me, mm-hmm. military things going on, which that's, that's a poor excuse in hindsight. Um, Fast forward to around 2016, um, it, you know, uh, started with a divorce. And from there, I got back into fitness because I needed to do something to appeal to the opposite sex. Nearly single guy. Mm-hmm. There we go. I've been there. Yeah. We've so, all been there. Yeah. I really got into cardio. Cardio turned into cardio and weights. Weights just turned into weights. And from there, my numbers started shooting up and things kind of got better. And I wanted to just do something more with it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started seeking out. It was either going to be powerlifting or strongman. Mm-hmm. I chose the strongman route. Yeah. Uh, I also have a undergrads and certificate from Bryan University uh, in personal training. Mm -hmm. I have that behind me. Uh, I offer that for anybody that wants to know, you know, you want to come to Alice and train under somebody that knows a little bit about a little bit, come see us. Uh, You know, I've competed numerous times. Mm -hmm. and I don't think I've competed in a contest that you weren't involved in yet. So I haven't. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. In one, in one way or another, I've capacity. been either competing, there being right. snack bitch, something. Uh, snack bitch is an important job. It is. And you're a good one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, uh, but I know one thing it's how to, uh, it's how to make people fat. Yeah. <laughs> look, just look. Go to YouTube. Look. Oh, uh, what's it? What's, Ooh. You didn't break the chair? No. Because <laughs> that would have been really, really funny. I adjusted myself and about. it made a noise. Okay. <laughs> broken yet. Yet. Uh, we've got two spares. Anyway, um, as far as me, yeah, 
it started with me uh, when I got back from basic training in 2008. I was rail thin, you know, like everybody is when they get out of basic training. And I, I stopped working out because that's just what happens when you join the National Guard. Everyone just stops working out when they get back from basic training. I blew up from, I graduated basic training at 190. I blew up to about 240 with very little muscle mass. And the Army said, if you don't pass your PT test within the next fiscal year, we are going to kick you out. And, uh, and I believe them. So at the time, I was working at a, at a Hooters as a cook at night. So, you know, if y'all work night jobs, you know, when you get home, the only thing on TV that's pre-Netflix is uh, infomercials. And one of the infomercials I saw was P90X. Yeah, I remember that. So I ordered that, and I did probably the first four to five weeks, eight times in a row, because I would keep getting sidetracked, take a few days off. And back then I thought, well, I might as well just start over instead of just picking up where I left off know a little bit better now, but eventually I passed my PT test. Uh, at the time I was also going to uh, Baton Rouge Community College. Uh, I think I was going for construction management, if I remember right. Oh yeah. And uh, I realized I did not like my math class and I really liked lifting weights in the, uh, in the gym there at school. So I did that instead, which is probably one of the reasons I don't have a degree now, but it helped to lead to all this because I really enjoyed it. Uh, fast forward a few years, I'm in Afghanistan. Um, going to the gym every day with a gentleman by the name of Henry Shelby. Some of y'all that are listening to the podcast, y'all actually know this dude. Uh, I didn't tell anyone at the time, but while I was over there, uh, due to the amount of downtime we had when we weren't out on mission, I ordered a personal training certification course from uh, Academy of, what was it? It's whatever ACE stands for. I don't, I don't even remember at this point. But uh, American Council on Exercise. There it is. But I, I completed that. When I got home, I took the test. I got certified, started working at a Snap Fitness. This was about 2014, late 2014, early 2015 at this point. I think it was October of 2014. Um, I was going to a CrossFit gym at the time. Then one day I'm in there at like 4.30 in the morning, eating breakfast, watching uh, YouTube videos of the CrossFit games on my iPad. And because they are sponsored by Rogue, the very next video that popped up was uh, footage from the Arnold, um, which, you know, is also sponsored by Rogue. Started watching that. I thought, wow, this looks way cooler. Yeah. And I started to slowly buy some strawman equipment for that Snap Fitness that I ran. Um, I probably wound up pissing the owners off a little bit with everything that I accumulated. Some of it took a while to set up. Uh, so we're concerned about that. Fast forward a few years later. 2018, I got offered a full-time position with the National Guard, and I accepted. It was a lot more money, but I needed a place to keep all this strongman equipment that I had accumulated. Uh, by this point, I had competed once. I'd met Tyler. I'd met Lauren. I found a place that I could afford even if only like four or five people showed up, and way more than four or five people started showing up. We expanded to a location that was twice that size, 2,000 square feet. We went from 1,000 to 2,000 square feet in less than a year. Here, two years later, we are in a 7,600-square-foot foot, uh, foot, uh, facility with full kitchen, multiple offices, this podcast studio, huge gym, a lot of turf. And uh, we've competed in several competitions. We've sponsored several competitions. We uh, hosted one here. Before yeah, we, host, we, uh, we hosted one here. We're planning okay. on hosting another one soon. We're just kind of waiting for this whole COVID thing to not shoot us in the foot. We had to reschedule like three times last year. By the way, if you're in the area of Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Lafayette, uh, what, North Shore, Alexandria, we have any of come, the surrounding areas, come see us one weekend. This place is going to blow your mind. We've had people come all the way from Mobile to, yep. to train here so far. And I know a buddy of mine from the internet by the name of Chip Conrad, he uh, he shot me a message on Facebook a couple of days ago, said he was driving through the area. Really? So he okay. might be dropping cool, by. Cool. Uh, Chip was. Uh, he, he did he the live stream at, at, at uh, yeah. yeah at Strongman Corps Nationals right. this year. But uh, he was one of the reasons I got into Strongman too, because he had a video on his YouTube channel. He owns Body Tribe Fitness out in Sacramento, California. And he had a YouTube channel and he used to do this series called uh, Strength Rituals. And one of the episodes was on the history of strength sports and strongman in particular. And he goes to the Arnold Sports Festival for that. So, uh, yeah, 
awesome dude. I based a lot of my early philosophies on some of the things I saw on his YouTube channel. And yeah, if he's able to drop by, uh, who knows, we might be able to get him on the podcast. I think that'd be awesome. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right. You ready for the next question? Yeah, let's roll. All right. Scott Dude Strongman. That's the name. Favorite comic runs of the past. Fear Agent number uh, is his number one. I know you're not that much of a comic guy. That's going to be Star Wars related, isn't it? No, I'm not much of a comic guy, but, you know, I have read them in the past. Uh, Not many of them, though. This one's a tough one because of how little I've done on comics. You just want to punt it? Yeah, I'm going to roll that one to you. That's I know know you, uh, you you delve into comics Mm -hmm. way more than I did. I did some thinking on this one, and... When I think comic runs, I think like basically little short miniseries almost. So in one of the versions of that Marvel had, you know, because they have all the multiple universes. I don't know if this took place in 616 or not, which I don't know if you know, but Marvel 616 is the main Marvel continuity. Okay. Um, the movies are a different continuity that like. Like the movies, the cartoons, the comics, Ultimate Comics, they're all supposed to exist in the same multiverse, but different versions of the Marvel Universe. But the main continuity is Marvel 616. Anyway, after Bucky finds out he's the Winter Soldier, he uh, he kind of goes off the deep end just a little bit. I'm sorry, after the Winter Soldier remembers he's Bucky is how I should say. He kind of goes off the deep end a little bit. He tries to be a sidekick again for a while. But, and this comic took place in the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, and it was called Nomad. And and I actually have all these in a box here at the gym if you ever okay. want to check them out. Sure. But it was a limited series. I think it was like 10, uh, 10 issues, something like that. But basically, uh, Bucky Barnes goes like full trench coat biker with the 80s metal hair and just rides around the country on a motorcycle with a sawed-off shotgun, his super soldier powers, and these little, like, throwing star-looking discs that are uh, that are made out of the same adamantium-vibranium combination that Captain America Shield is made out of. Yeah. In the first ep- uh, issue, I keep wanting to say episode, in the first issue, he winds up um, kidnapping a baby from a drug addicted prostitute and raising it as his own child so it's literally this dude running around it, it's it's very similar to like the mandalorian i was about to say it sounds yeah like you're where like he, he's he's riding around helping people who the rest of society has forgot so it's like and it's it's really it paints a good picture of like the underworld in the 80s um it, he start, he helps all the people that the Avengers basically just don't worry about. You know, the, the smaller people, the the criminals that are crime of uh, crimes of misfortune rather than crimes of malice, if that makes any sense. Uh, but yeah, you should definitely check that out. And yeah, it's just, it's a dude who's a super soldier riding around on a motorcycle with a shotgun on his back and a baby on his arm. Mm-hmm. He's got the baby in like little domino mask and so nobody knows who the baby is. Yeah. Uh, and if I remember right, the series culminates at the end. It's either a two or three part uh, issue storyline where it's him, Daredevil, and the Punisher. Oh, fun. And the Daredevil and Punisher basically act as the angel and the devil on his shoulder, mm-hmm. trying to pull him to one direction or the other on how he should operate. And yeah, it's it's really good. You should all definitely check it out. Well, you know, um, now may be a good time for me to get into the comics because they uh, Lucas film Disney, however you want to, whatever you want to call them, just dropped a bunch of novels and uh, comic issues mm-hmm. on the High Republic era of Star Wars. Really? Yeah. So, have you uh, have you actually read the new Darth Vader series? That's I have canon. Not. I, I haven't either. I want to get it. All right, next question. Let's go. All right, this one's going to be a quick one for me. I'm not really going to go into the details why, just because there are a thousand other podcasts that are going to. And if you're listening to this one, you've already listened to those. Tyler, greatest strong man that's ever lived. This is from Nico. Mm, loaded question. Man, that's a loaded question. 
it's going to be right now, in, in my personal opinion. I, of all time. Of all time. It's not right now. Not right now. I'm not talking about right now. The one I've got in my head right now is not a okay. current competitor. I'm going to put to sleep. If you're good enough for WSM to put you out of the show because you are so good, I think it's safe to say that Bill Kazmaier. Okay, that's fair. Would be the one. That's fair. So I have a different answer. Okay. Mostly because I view World's Strongest Man as more of a TV production it rather than an actual is. competition. Yeah. Uh, especially when you consider the fact that they didn't invite the strongest people in the world because it didn't make for good TV. Right. And even today, they'll they'll set up competitions specifically for one person in mind to win because <clears> that <throat> makes. It, uh, because sorry, I got a. I had a scratch in my throat. Got a scratch in his throat. Uh, (laughs) But just because it makes for a good storyline. You know, these guys are thinking five, five, like they're looking at up-and-comers, and they're designing those rivalries, and they completely design those rivalries by deciding what events are going to come up so that they can pick who's going to win and keep two people neck and neck for the next 10 years. Anyway... Because of the way I view World's Strongest Man, I'm going to look at the Arnold Sports Festival. Okay. And I'm going to say, greatest strongman of all time, Big Z, Zadrinus Zaviskus. I mean, that, that the trophy for the Arnold might as well be a trophy of Big Z instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's won that competition so many times. Well, he carries so much weight in that room today. The Let's see. The trophy for the Arnold isn't Arnold, is it? Yes. I thought it, I thought it was Louis Sear. I'm pretty sure it's the Arnold. I might be mistaken. Or uh, the Arnold. I'm pretty sure it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I might be mistaken. If you know, message us on Instagram. I'm going to Google it either way. Just, yeah. Wait a minute. I've got my iPad. Tell tell Cameron he's an idiot if he's wrong. I've got my iPad. Tell me I'm I'm an idiot if I'm wrong. All right. Let's see. Trophy. Arnold. Y'all hear my dog in the background? Probably. All right. Trophy Arnold Sports Festival. Images. Let's look at it. Okay. It's definitely a bodybuilder. Because it's a trophy, it's hard to say. Yeah. You know what? We're going to do this. Because I don't have my keyboard on me, the and the where is who is on the trophy for the Arnold Sports Festival? I'm just gonna talk to it. It picked that up. No kidding. Yeah. Awesome. This is taking a lot longer than I thought. A lot of people are just listening to silence. So, you know what? Yeah, we're, we're going to move on. Yeah. We're going to move on. I apologize for that. Um, I saw something brief. I didn't get a chance to double check, but I think it might actually be Franco Colombo, which makes sense because he was one of Arnold's best friends. Yeah. All right. Ziggy 90. What superhero would win World's Strongest Man? I really like those loaded questions, don't you? <laughs> oh, man. Mm. He didn't specify, like, universe, but let's just include all of them. All of them. All of them in comics. Goodness. So don't dip into anime, which I know you don't know much about anime. I don't. Anyway. That, yeah, that's your forte. Yeah, I've drawn a blank on this. You drawn a blank on this? Yeah, I mean, it's just such a broad spectrum. There is. Congratulations, Ziggy Nani. You stumped me. Which Uh, means you win the opportunity to come all the way to Baton Rouge and slap Tyler upside the head. (laughs) Uh, With a pie. With a pie. Yeah, with a pie. Yeah, bring a spoon. 
All right, so I'm going to tell you mine just because strongman, unlike powerlifting, is a multifaceted sport. You need speed. You need agility. You need um, you know, general athleticism. So I'm not going to say it's just going to be somebody with just raw strength like the Hulk or Juggernaut. Right. And I hate myself for saying this because it's such an obvious answer, but the only thing holding Superman back in his abilities is his own mental blocks. He is literally as strong as he needs to be for that day. Yeah. No stronger, no weaker. So I think that's going to be it. I think he's going to be faster than anybody else out there. I think he's going to be stronger than anybody else out there. And uh, Ziggy Knighty, you may have stumped Tyler, but I, on the other hand, think that that was a really obvious answer and you should be disappointed in yourself. <laughs> uh, how about this? The guy at that same strongman competition that's wearing all the cool gear uh-huh. that's not very strong, that's Batman. That's Batman? Yeah. Yeah. No power whatsoever. Cool gear, though. Yeah? Yeah. Except Batman... <sighs> So in this situation, is he going to find a way? He can Tanya- glide real good. Is he going to find a way of Tanya Harding, Superman? In this? <laughs> is that what you're getting at? Just a little bit of a kryptonite, just a little bit. uncrustable. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, just uh, he's got kryptonite powder and on his uh-huh. on the tacky towel, yeah. and he makes sure he goes first because he's, he's in last mom, place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the way we go down. Yeah. All right, our buddy Trevor Taylor. The effects of the carnivore diet, horse meat, on the physical fitness of the Dothraki. Finally, a different fandom other than comics or Star Wars. Digging it. He asked me this a while back, Mm -hmm. too. I know. You told me this, and I wrote it down. Yeah. I actually gave this one some thought. me to take it yeah go ahead and take it all right so the dothraki warriors their their fights their campaigns were a long time they were basically jacked ultra marathoners when it came to war a lot of ultra marathoners happened to swear by the carnivore diet do i think that a lot of them would have been very strong in you know an athletic competition probably not you do need some carbs for that but they were ruthless. I mean, they ate their own horses and they loved their horses. So I think that uh, as far as battle, you know, eating their horses and uh, being on a carnivore diet was probably very useful, especially when you consider the fact that in the Middle Ages, which is when uh, when Game of Thrones really, you know, they kind of show that it takes place in a Middle Ages type environment, you know, not our timeline, but some alternate universe. Yeah. Meat's probably hard to come by. So... The guys that are eating, you know, a gram of protein for every pound of body weight and horse meat. Yeah, yeah. Probably have an edge on the people who aren't. Right. All right. You got anything to add to that? You kind of, yeah, you, you touched all the bases on that, you know. Okay. We, we know that the carnivore diet is a bad diet. But if it works for you, it works for you. It does. Depending on your goals. It's a tool in the toolbox. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of studies that show that it's uh it's good if you have like a lot of inflammation. Mm-hmm. Like if something if like let's say you got a bad knee or a bad hip and eating a lot of carbs flares that up. Maybe don't eat a lot of carbs. Or find your sweet spot. Yeah. All right. Next question. Bowflex from our very own Daryl Dukes. Yeah. What is the five year plan for Atlas? Uh, well, I can tell you this is part of it. I really want to grow this uh, podcast. I want to grow the overall Atlas brand. I want to get into apparel a lot more. I want to get this gym to where it can actually, you know, pay me some money. That'd be cool. Uh, right now I'm still full-time in the military and I would really like to not be full-time in the military anymore and just be able to do this full-time. Uh, it's going to be a struggle, but I think we'll get there. Yeah. What do you want to accomplish in the next five years of this place? The next five years? Well, I'm 35 now, so by the time I'm 40, I want to be a, just a rip-rolling, ready-to-go master's competitor. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, you give Joey Grappe a run for his money? Absolutely. Yeah, Joey. I'm coming for you. I wonder if he Coming for this. you! I wonder if Joey knows how to work uh, Apple Podcasts. Hmm. He's already a master's, so... Yeah. I've already talked Kendall. to Joey said the next time we're at the same competition together, he's bringing me a brisket. He's never told me that. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. All right. Uh, 
but yeah, the next five years, I'd like to be, I, I'm, I'm already pretty involved with this place, but mm-hmm. I want to be more involved where I want to work with clients and yeah. things like that. I want to, I want to get to that point. We really need to get your, um, your high school athletics program off the ground. Yes. That's something I need to get drawn out. I just need to give myself an hour one day and just nail it down. You might want to, want an hour, a few days. Hmm? It's going to take a while to do that. I know it is. All right. Anyway, if you're in the Baton Rouge area and, um, and you're, you're, you're an athlete in high school or your kid's an athlete, the goal is May 15th. We want to start a summer school type program. Summer school is not the right word, but summer pro, summer training program geared towards getting athletes in the area stronger. Uh, we're not going to do anything real sports specific, but we want to get you in here, put 50 pounds on your squad over the next few weeks. And then I want you to see what you do on the court, on the field, what have you. And if you're, if you are just as good as your teammates, but 10% stronger, you're going to be better than your teammates. I know that a lot of your strength and conditioning coordinators for high schools, not just in the area, just in high schools in general, do not have no. good knowledge of proper form and things like that. And they learn from the same guy that didn't know proper form, proper well, technique, and things like that. Well, what they do is what they've always done. Right. They pick the biggest social studies teacher and make him the weightlifting coach. There you go. And usually biggest social studies teacher has nothing to do with how big their muscles are. No. No. They're just round. Don't get me wrong. That's all fine and well, but. I'd hope so. There's, you you can tell where. You, you can look at a football team playing and tell whether they're good. Well, they're well conditioned or not. Yes, definitely. Like one of those teams is going to start wearing down by the third quarter. Right. Like, a lot more than the other one. More injuries are going to happen. Things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Anyway, right. yeah. If you or anybody you know in the Baton Rouge area wants to come learn how to properly lift and maybe just maybe pass that on to whoever. I'm, I'm your guy. Come see us. All right. Ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Your boy, Nick Sanka. Uh, what was the name of his podcast again? Let's go ahead and shout him out. He just changed it recently. Too. Oh, and um, <laughs> he changed it to the, I, I think, I believe it's Nick of Time. Nick of Time? Yeah. Okay. It's a good play on words. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I was a guest on Nick's podcast here a while back. <coughs> Excuse me. Thanks for the COVID. Mm, you're welcome. Uh, but, you're welcome uh, for my service. Yeah, I was a guest on Nick's podcast here a while back and really enjoyed myself. Um, I believe he is in the Canadian side. He's on the Canadian side of uh, the Canada. That being the Canadian side. Yes. <laughs> uh, Niagara Falls. He's okay. on the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. All right. Yeah. He's not that I don't think he's that far from Haley Randall then. Okay. Is I know uh no, I think she's more towards the center of the border. Nick, if I'm wrong about that, let me know, man. Um yeah, just shoot me a message on Discord or something. Yeah. All right. So anyway, his question is what is your best lift? Tyler, what is your best lift? Mm-hmm. Um well. Uh, my best conventional deadlift is I've reached 605 so far uh, on the conventional deadlift. Mm-hmm. I've reached a, I've reached a six. No, my squat was 605 pounds. My deadlift was 600 because I remember you giving me shit about my squat being slightly higher than my deadlift. And I will continue to do that until it changes. Okay. But that's real common for guys with your build though. Yeah. Just that's the way the leverages go. Yeah. 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 Potatoes be sprouting up, man. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, and then as far as bench press goes, that's something I don't work on very much, so it's not that good. I've got a single rep max of 350 right now, which has been over a year ago. Meh. Mm-hmm. Meh. Uh, Meh. You know, 
I mean, just, that's only slightly higher than your overhead, really. Right. So there's about a maybe a forty pound difference in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. So as far as my best lift, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I'm not going to talk about conventional lifts. Yeah. Just because everybody does those, and I don't think that's really where it, you know, where strongman, uh, where strongman shines. Right. I really like the odd lifts, like the uh, the Turkish get-ups. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that many people have done Turkish get-ups with humans. So I, have, I know you have, yeah. I have. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's probably the lift that I'm most proud of. Uh, there was a time where I was pretty decent with stones, but uh, after I injured my wrist, I haven't really worked on stones since then. So I wouldn't really claim stones at the time I would have done that. My best stone so far has been three up. 330 yeah yeah you're gonna get that 370 by the end of the year though oh yeah yeah it's definitely still the second week of 2021 you're damn right i'm gonna get it all right you ready to move on yeah let's go are you ready to shine what are we shining all right <laughs> brett simpson all right bb simpson 52 our good old buddy brett should disney get over the galactic republic empire saga and do the old republic you're damn right. You are damn right. We had a discussion here a while. What, I feel like we talk weeks. about this like every few weeks. We do. And, you know, we discussed this in our nerds chat here not even a week or so ago. Who would play those? some of those characters? And The only Old Republic character I really know is Ravon. And pretty much... Everyone on the internet agrees that should be Keanu Reeves. It really should be. I mean, yeah. I, I believe it would be just dead on. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we talked about Darth Malak and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, yeah, Sean, mm-hmm. which my, my uh, suggestion for that was the uh, blue-eyed chick, uh, Alexandra Daddario. Oh, she yeah. was in Percy Jackson. Is is that why you suggested her? Mm-hmm. I thought we were just talking about her for other reasons. <laughs> You're trying to get me in trouble, aren't you? <laughs> no, not at all. No. Does Chelsea listen to this? Yeah, she listened to last week's oh, episode. Damn it. Oh, I'm going to have fun then. Hey, babe. Just wait until we get uh, the Love Aerial you. Space Squad on here. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, Dude. <laughs> if you're not listening, if you're uh, listening to the podcast and I'm viewing on YouTube, Tyler just blushed a little bit. Just because Chelsea can whoop his ass. She can. I would love to watch that. Mm. I'm going to give her a shoe and say go nuts. Yeah. We can, you know, we can set up a pay-per-view or a Twitch stream or something like that. We can monetize this thing. Her just kicking my ass. All right. I want you to upvote this on YouTube if you want to see Tyler get his ass whooped by his wife. Comment. Yeah. Comment about it. What weapons do you want her to use? Things like that. You know. We want to hear. Do what? I said, we want to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I don't really know that much about the Old Republic. Nothing that's been put out there is technically canon, correct? No, at this point, no, it's not. Okay, I didn't think so. But Dave Filoni's starting to change stuff like that. He has. The only character at this point that is canon as far as Disney, Star Wars. There's definitely more than one. It's Revan. That's not true. Revan is canon. Yes, Revan is canon, but that's not the only one. Because wasn't from Old Republic. But wasn't Bane Old Republic? Are we talking to Darth Bane or Cad Bane? Darth Bane. Okay. Or is that slightly after Old Republic? Um because he was in Clone Wars. He was in Clone Wars and also yeah, it, it is it, it needs to be known that Darth Bane in the Clone Wars series was voiced by Mark Hamill. I did not know that. Yep. Mark Hamill is just all over Star Wars. Like he's he's all over voice acting. Yeah. yeah. If y'all didn't already know this, uh, Mark Hamill actually also voiced the Joker in the Batman animated series and really every version of the animated did, Joker. Did he do the Killing Joke? I think he did. The he killing did. Joke, he yes. did the Killing Joke. He yes. did. He did the voice of the Joker in the Killing Joke, and Kevin Conroy did the voice of yeah. Batman I in the Killing the Joke. Kevin and it was it was incredible. Yeah. There's also a video out there of Mark Hamill at a, a yes it is. Uh, it's a much better comic book though. Really? Yes, because they added a whole bunch of fluff at the beginning of the animated movie mm-hmm. that wasn't in there. That's just because the movie would have been so short otherwise. Right. Yeah. But uh, there's a video of Mark Hamill at a panel. I don't know what con it was at, 
but he does the uh, the monologue from uh, the Joker's monologue from the Dark Knight as his version of the Joker, and it is awesome. Yeah. Oh, um, back on topic, I guess. Old Republic. Yeah, we absolutely need to see Old Republic. I agree. I, I know there was talks of them doing a High Republic series. They are going to do High Republic. Every, They're covering High Republic. Everything that I've researched on High Republic, though, I just can't picture that being exciting. It's gonna be lame. I'm not going to say it's going to be lame. We're going to know more about a younger Yoda and things like that. I just feel like it's going to be mostly like, it's going to be the political side of Game of Thrones without the bloodshed. But you're talking about an era between Old Republic and Galactic Republic. Which was all a time of peace. It was a time of peace. The Sith were suppressed and things like that. Mm-hmm. And and if you're not fighting Sith, who are you? You're, you're fighting a bunch of B villains. Well, it's not just that, but like lightsabers at that point were a ceremonial weapon. Right. It was like post feudal Japan with the samurai. They had swords, but they didn't. They didn't right. use them. Yeah. I mean, you know, there were there were ceremonial lightsaber duels. Right. I'm sorry, but I don't care about that. I would much rather see. I, I want to see a Force Unleashed series. That's what I want to see. Yes, make Star Killer happen. That would be awesome. Yes, they already have the storyline for it. Uh, you know, if Kathleen Kennedy, you know, pulls her head out of her ass and admits that there is backstory for those kind of things, they already have Sam Witwer on speed dial. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Uh, is he doing anything with Disney currently? He did Mall. He did the voice. He did Maul. do the voice for Mall. Yeah, that's right. Uh, now Ray Park did the stop the the motion capture yes. in season seven, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, because I know he does a lot of stuff with DC. Yeah, but I don't like he's never done any kind of live action thing with uh. My wife and daughter watches Once Upon a Time as well, which mm-hmm. you know for That's... what it is, it's not bad. Does Disney own that? Disney did that. Yes. Okay, I didn't know if they owned it or if it was considered yeah. like you know fair use or something since right. they're all Brothers Grimm stories. It's my wife's able to follow it really well and so is my daughter but sounds to me like we need to get chelsea on the podcast I, yeah yeah if, if she wants to talk about that yeah. absolutely would she actually get get on podcast hell who knows yeah we'll figure it out but yeah all right ready to move on yeah sure okay um so i went out to the gym a few minutes ago to get a couple more questions and i got a couple from reese okay uh, which Brees is actually starting to do a boot camp here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday between six and seven a.m. So if you're in the area and you want to, uh, you want to kick your uh, kick your own body's ass in a good way, shoot us a DM. We'll make it happen. Reese is also one of the LSU powerlifters. Right? Yes, she is the captain of the women's LSU powerlifting team. That's that's good stuff. Yes. Yeah. All right. What are you planning on discussing in the future? I'm gonna be honest. We're making this up as we go. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think you and I both have enough of a base and we're surrounded by enough people that, I mean, just think about, you know, every time we cross through these doors, we're discussing something Mm -hmm. and we're, we're not missing the opportunity anymore, but it's so, so many times in the past, we missed the opportunity to say this into a microphone and let other people enjoy it. That's true. Or hate it. Yeah. We're making a lot of assumptions there, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> if you hate it, I have a twisted tea in the uh, in the uh, refrigerator right now. That'll change your mind. If you're uh, if you're looking at this or if you're listening to this on audio and not on YouTube, Tyler is staring <laughs> into the camera menacingly. So uh, enjoy that mental image. Uh, so some of the things I know we've talked about doing. We want to get Lauren, uh, Lauren Wells in here, uh, chunky and strong on Instagram. If you follow her to talk about, um, talk about the growth of female strength sports. And we also want to pick a fandom, uh, something like, like Dragon Ball, like the Saiyan saga and Dragon Ball Z or star Wars and new hope. And just basically recite her the plot scene by scene and see if she can follow the story and understand it and like learn to care about the characters that way. I think that'd be an interesting experiment because she is not a nerd. Like not even a little bit. We tried to get her a little bit nerdy uh, and it it ain't working. Um, Another thing that we're wanting to do is there is a, uh, there's local guy that helps run a a local circus troupe called Bayou Circus. His name's Dave Gable. Want to get him in here to talk about the growing circus scene in Louisiana and he is also a huge Dungeons and Dragons nerd. So I don't really know that much about Dungeons and Dragons. So I'd like for him to tell us all what it's about. 
and uh, maybe get a small campaign going, uh, and that can be an ongoing series. I know we also plan on doing a few watch-alongs with older movies. No, we can't really get a we can't really get away with that with some of the newer stuff just because of spoiler issues. And uh, studios seem to care a lot more about their newer properties and their older properties. But that can be something we might be able to do. Uh, we can also do a lot more of these Q and A's as people start to listen. And we'll yeah, definitely get more creative in topics along the way. Um, you know, there's things that we're going to be able to. Do. I mean, we're, we can we can sit and talk about a few things. Right? I mean, there and there's things that you know about that I don't mm -hmm. and vice versa. Definitely. And um, there's a movie that I've been on Cameron about to uh, watch. And if you've watched it, let us know. If you haven't watched it, look. You know what? We'll create a poll on Instagram. How about that? If you watch, by we he means me. Yeah, by by we, we I'm gonna make yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hold a twisted tea to his throat. Yeah, that's twice in like the past few minutes I've used twisted tea reference. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should leave it alone and just. Maybe if we get 500 uh, followers on Instagram, a twisted tea. And I don't give a damn what you think. How about that? Okay. No. Okay. Back on top. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what was I even talking about? I don't know. You want to move on? Sure. Sure. All right. Her second question was, what is our favorite Marvel movie? It's yours. hate me for this but i really enjoy the first guardians of the galaxy movie why would i hate you for that the first guardians was awesome it, was awesome. it really broke the mold that they were doing with uh with marvel uh up until then everything was about you know the main avengers i and think i like it because it wasn't near as uptight as the other ones i guess that's true now tony stark's fun to watch mm -hmm. because he's a smart ass and everything like that but he takes himself way too seriously you know. I, I got to see. We'll need this in water. This I, I got to see Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec right around in a spaceship mm -hmm. with a with a tree voiced by Ben Diesel and a raccoon <laughs> voiced by Bradley Cooper. That is kind of crazy when you I think mean, about it. Like, what's not to like about that? Yes, right? definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my favorite thing that came about with uh, with getting Chris Pratt to play Star Lord in uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't from Guardians of the Galaxy it was actually from Parks and Rec because mm -hmm. he did that filming in between seasons yeah the season he came back everybody commented about how great he looked and the way they wrote it into the Parks and Rec story I don't remember the exact time period but he cut out beer for six weeks and that's how he shredded down to, <laughs> that's how his character shredded down to the size he was in Guardians of the Galaxy with the full-on washboard abs, which if you walk, you watch Parks and Rec, you know Chris Pratt. He was uh, he was a chubby dude until he uh, until he got that role. How about Chris Pratt and his glow up, man? You know, think about his personal life. He's done incredible. He, he was married to Anna Faris there for a little mm -hmm. while, and I can't imagine that was a bad marriage, but it just didn't last. Anna Faris is hot. She is. She is. She's a snipe for sure. You, you. Anyway. They get divorced. They move on mutually for mm -hmm. as far as I can see. And now he's the freaking son-in-law of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is he? He's married to Arnold's daughter. I did not know that. Yeah. That is awesome. So if we go to uh, see Lauren at the Arnold, there's a chance we might run into Chris Pratt. Maybe. Maybe Th not. You think we can tie him up, throw him in the trunk, get him on the podcast? I'm sure we can at least catch a little snippet with our... That'd be with cool. Our, with our phones. Look, look, look. We can do this... Uh <laughs> every time we want somebody to do like a review we have like a celebrity review of the podcast it can just yeah. be chris pratt going to the mic hell no <laughs> <laughs> or something like that yeah yeah that'd be pretty funny um all right my favorite marvel movie is actually for the same reason your favorite marvel movie is and that's um a thor ragnarok yeah i love the tone change between that and dark world because dark world was horrible but ragnarok the uh there was there was chemistry between the characters at that point that I really really enjoyed, you know. Like at that point, the Hulk and Thor had beaten the crap out of each other enough times they were practically best buddies. You yeah. know, it was kind of reluctantly on Thor's part. Right. It, it's, it was a uh, they were frenemies, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you start, you also started to see Loki be what the audience wanted him to be. And that was pretty cool, which granted, you know, purists will hate that because he, he stayed a villain in the Marvel uh, in Marvel 616. Um, but Tom Hiddleston just played that role way too well and he just became way too likable. It's not his fault. It's just was the way it, it all came out. female form at one point in time? I have no idea. No? No clue. I feel like I read that somewhere. You might have. Everybody's been in female form at some point in the okay. last 10 years. Like uh, the, the Thor that's coming out during this next Marvel phase, Love and Thunder, Natalie Portman is playing Thor. You didn't know that, did you? I, I knew, I mean, I'm, like, I did not know that. Yeah, like Chris Hemsworth is still in it. He is also Thor, but somehow or another, Natalie Portman winds up with uh, with the powers of Thor as well. I can dig it. Yeah. yeah. And, God, who's the villain in that? Um, Christian Bale is playing. It's uh, God Killer or something like that. I don't know that much about the character, but I hear he's awesome. Uh Christian Bell's cooled down here lately. Outside of you know, mm-hmm. he hasn't really been much lately. He hadn't. Uh, I think that he pissed a lot of Hollywood off. He's very abrasive. Yes, but he is also uh, the second best Batman we've ever had, in my opinion. Who's your first one? I really like Batfleck. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, I'd say Keaton. Okay, so I'm not a Tim Burton fan, but he did a good job on the Batman movies. Yes, and I would love to see him as an old Bruce Wayne yeah. in a Batman Beyond. I'm fine with that too. Like I would not I would want nothing more than him to play an old Bruce Wayne in a Batman Beyond. But I think that Ben Affleck was the first person because all right, Ben Affleck did not get a fair shake for his portrayal of Batman. From the very beginning, everyone gave him shit because of Daredevil. Daredevil was only bad because of the director and the writer. Ben Affleck didn't do anything wrong in that movie. He was just the face of it, so he caught all the flag. He beefed up for the role for Batman. He looked great in a $5,000 suit as Bruce Wayne. He carried himself well. By the and, way, Unmasked Studios can build you one of those suits. Yes, and it looks awesome. That's actually how we uh that's Unmasked how we Unmasked Studios on Instagram. Unmasked Studio. There's no S. Oh, sorry. I'm doing like my grandma putting an S on the end of Walmart. Yeah, going to Walmart. Going to Walmart's. You need some sashimis. Yeah. Sushis and sashimis. Yeah, yeah. sushis and sashimis. Anyway, go ahead. Um he beefed up for the role and Schneider did a lot of things wrong in that series, but how Batman fought and moved was not one of them. How Batman looked was not one of them. How Batman acted, Batman's not supposed to use guns. I know in some comic storylines he does, but in the main canon that everybody's familiar with and everybody's grown to love Batman, he does not use guns. And that was the only issue I had with Ben Affleck's Batman and wasn't Ben Affleck's fault. No, that was the writing team. That was you know, that was Zach Schneider. Ben Affleck, he's an actor. He is. He does what is put in front of him. Yes, he yeah. does. And what was put in front of him, he did well. Still not near as bad as the '90s Batman's. No, because the uh, what was his name? Joel ba- Schumacher. Yeah, that was that was a producer for those. Yeah. If you ever want to hear something funny, go find Kevin Smith's story on YouTube about uh when he was hired to write a Superman script produced by Joel Schumacher and starring, I don't know if you knew this, Nicolas Cage. That was fun. You know, Nicolas Cage came that close to being Superman. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, Superman was going to fight a giant robot spider, basically like you saw in Wild Wild West, which was also produced by Joel Schumacher. (laughs) That was another shit storm, too. Oh, God. I enjoyed it, though. I only saw it on TV, and I was a kid, but I enjoyed it. As a kid, I remember Burger King just pushing the shit out of it. I remember that. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, so that is it for our questions. We've been going for a while. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Man, um, I feel like we got some good content today. I do, too. I feel I th- like we're a lot more loose. Things just kind of. Well, we actually knew um, what the hell we were going to talk about today. Yeah, we did. That we helps a lot. With a hell, not, not a hell of a plan, but. You know, a plan. A plan. Yeah. As opposed to uh last time, we literally shot from the hip. We pressed record. We had no idea what we were talking about. Turned out not bad. No, it definitely didn't. Uh, we definitely got more of a response than we were expecting to get. And for each and every one of you that have listened, messaged, watched, 
whatever you did mm-hmm. to consume us in any form. Thank y'all. Thank you for thank consuming so us. What? I said thank you for consuming us. Uh, thank you for consuming us. <laughs> God, that sounds weird. All right. So anyway, if you want to support the podcast, you can do that a couple of ways. You can go to Unmasked Studio on Instagram. Go follow him. Shoot him a message and let him know we're the reason that you went and followed him. That's going to go a long way for him to actually help support us next year as well. Because he's got us for the next calendar year. Um, also, buy one, buy some of his stuff. Get your cosplay made. Get your Halloween costume made. He's going to get it done. Hell, get married as Batman. You know anybody that does it? No, because they're not as cool as you. Uh, you can all support the podcast by going to strikeforceenergy.com and buying something that's going to wake you up. This stuff right here, if you're on the, if you're on YouTube. Remember, it's a veteran-owned energy supplement. Just put it in water, put it in fruit juice, put it in vodka. It's going to go great. I promise. I've done it. Uh, so those are the two main ways to support the podcast right now as far as not supporting the Atlas Strength Shop directly, which the Atlas Strength Shop is us. That is where we are right now. If you want to support the Atlas Strength Shop directly, the best thing to do is shoot the Atlas Strength Shop a DM on Instagram. Ask me about programming. Ask Tyler about programming. If you got a kid in the Baton Rouge area, put him in Tyler's summer camp. That's going to be the best way to support us and make sure that we can keep doing this for the foreseeable future. We can get more equipment, make this a little bit of more of a high production thing, get better guests, and just uh, just make everything better for y'all. We have t-shirts as well. If you're not in the area, we can arrange for those to be shipped to you if you want to purchase one. Um, those are of the gym. I know we're working on a couple more designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can support us that way. Yeah, um, I I did an inventory a couple what a couple of days ago. Of yeah, shirts. we've um, we've got like yeah, just. We've got at least one of each in all of the, or not one of each in all the designs, but when you put, so right now we have three different designs out there and we've got a size for each of them. So we should be able to hook you up if you're not in the Baton Rouge area and you can't come by and get one, it's $7 for uh, to stuff into a flat rate UP, uh, USPS envelope and I will send it your way. And I would love to do that. And if you're one of my friends in North Louisiana, I can deliver it personally. Look at that. He can deliver it personally. I'm your friend. <laughs> So, you got anything else to say, Tyler? Um, how can they find you on social media? All right. Well, we're not going to talk about me on social media, but we should talk about the podcast. Right. Uh, yeah. Yes, which is us, right. not just me. You're a big part of this too, man. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm here. Your gravity literally pulled the camera in your direction earlier. Yeah, I'm powerful. You are powerful. Yeah. An absolute unit. Cultivating mass. Anyway. Turning into a chimichanga. Mm, delicious Mm -hmm. anyway you can find us on youtube at the atlas strength shop make sure you like and subscribe the videos that you watch if you don't like them let me know why because i definitely want to improve them you can also find us on instagram you got the atlas strength shop on instagram you've got the atlas nerds and podcast on instagram and you also have world's strongest dog park on instagram that's one that we have that's uh this is a dog friendly gym so that's where you're going to be able to see all the dogs that are running around including the loud ass asshole in the background that you keep hearing uh, you can also find us on, as far as streaming the podcast, currently the major ones that we are on, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, you can listen to it on YouTube, uh, get YouTube Premium, it's worth it, you can turn the podcast on, just listen to your car, do do whatever else you want. Uh, we're also on some of the other ones like Podcaster, we're not on Stitcher yet, but some of the, the smaller ones that nobody ever really listens to uh, are are. It's not a distribution. Our podcast hosts, the server where our podcast is being stored, distributes it to everybody. The only one that somebody specifically asked for so far that we don't distribute to that I know of is Stitcher. I'm going to try to figure out how to get us on there as well. All right. And if you got any questions specifically for Tyler, uh, what's your Instagram handle, Tyler? At Darth.Cheeto, D-A-R-T-H dot C-H-E-E-T-O. That is a combination of my Star Wars fandom and an old childhood nickname. We're not going to talk about that nickname. If you know, you know. I really want to know about that nickname now. Mine's just Cameron.Ray3. It, it's really it's just Cameron.Ray3. Story maybe, about. Maybe if we reach a milestone of some sort, I'll, sit, I'll, I'll tell the story on the podcast. Yeah. How about that? I, I was almost really tempted to just kind of screw you over a little bit and say if we reach 200. 
yeah. on Instagram. You'll tell the story. On the damn door of it, aren't we? <laughs> when we checked before the podcast, we were at 197. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that would have been next week. Uh, hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Instagram's definitely grown a lot faster than, uh, I'm not Instagram. Facebook's definitely grown a lot faster than Instagram. At yeah. this point, we've had more listeners than we have Instagram followers, which isn't a bad thing. I just also like y'all to follow Instagram as well because that helps us because we can then go to more sponsors and say, look, we have this many followers on Instagram. We will post your stuff. We might be able to get some free beer out of it. That'd be really cool. Right. Tin Roof, Flying Tiger, any other local brands. What are some of the other local brands? We got, before, We've got... Before we wrap up, we got a, just a few of them anyway. We got a Beta in the area. We've got a Covington Brewery. Covington, you got Bayou got, Fish. got Tin uh, Roof, Flying Tiger. Flying Tiger. We've got... Uh, one Natchitoches, I can't remember. I don't remember what it's called. Um, they had one open. Oh, good there, God. There's uh, there's Parish. Rally Cap. Rally, Rally Cap. Cap is a really good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I've had a couple of their things. Okay. Yeah, so it's pretty good. All right. Um, so, yeah, I yeah. don't have anything else. Do you have anything? I don't either, and we already did the wrap-up. So, uh, so yeah, you want to do your awkward little hand roll thing where you tell them bye again? Bye. <laughs> All right. See y'all. Bye.